Hey everyone, this is Coach Tall Guy. I hope you're doing well. I'm coming at you with another episode of Coach Talk. On this episode of Coach Talk, we're going to talk about dribbling. Yes, let's dribble. Uh, for all you coaches out there, particularly you coaches who are coaching those younger age groups, who are volunteer coaches, parent coaches, one of the biggest things we can start teaching our players is how to dribble the ball. Now, the thing for me as a coach that I always wondered is like, am I doing the right things? Am I targeting the right areas? Am I teaching the correct technique? What should I be teaching at certain age groups? So I'm going to kind of answer some of those questions in this podcast. Uh, Again, thanks for tuning in. If you haven't subscribed, please subscribe to this podcast, share it with others. And I'm going to dive right in. So for you coaches who are coaching kids ages four to seven, we're really going to focus on having these kids touch the ball a ton, right? We want them to be comfortable on the soccer ball. And when it comes to dribbling, some of the things you need to focus on in these age groups is the different surface areas of the foot to dribble the soccer ball with. So we're talking about the inside, outside, and the bottom of the foot. And you're also gonna wanna make sure that these players are exploring how to dribble in a tight space. So using those smaller touches, uh, controlled touches, and then allowing them to dribble at different speeds where they're going to take a bigger touch or as i like to call it kind of push the ball more of a push touch so that they can stride out and run onto the soccer ball those are really big concepts um, for these young ages Um, what we don't need to focus on at these young ages is specific moves so to speak Um, you're going to be wasting a lot of time trying to show them a move that they're just not really going to get. So the more they're touching the ball, the more activities you have where they're being forced to kind of dribble in different spaces, whether it's small or it's big, um, the more opportunities you give them to explore using the inside, outside of their foot and the bottom of the foot, the better. And that should be your focus again, is just getting as many touches on the ball as they can also challenging them from time to time to maybe pick their head up. It's very natural for kids this age to want to stare at the soccer ball um, because it's hard to manipulate an object with your feet compared to your hands. So if you're coaching now, let's say these kids are starting to age up, we're getting in eight, nine, 10 years old, and we want to again, focus on dribbling a lot at these ages. Uh, Again, getting those kids really confident and comfortable on the soccer ball when they have it versus having players who just kind of whack the ball away or play play this, uh, what I like to call caveman soccer, me see ball, me whack. We want to get them to control the ball. We want to get them confident. So you have these eight, nine, and 10-year-olds. They're at this great age where they're going to start kind of um, sucking in some information. They're going to like little challenges. They're going to want a little bit more. So as coaches, we want to start giving them more. So again, players should still be using the inside, outside of the foot, the bottom of the foot. These players now should have a concept of like, okay, I'm in a tighter space. I'm going to take smaller touches. I'm in a bigger space. I'm going to take bigger touches. One of the things that these age groups, I think you need to hammer home over and over again is getting these kids dribbling now with their head up, seeing the field, scanning the field as they're dribbling. And this is important, coaches. So many times we kind of have kids do these activities, but then we don't actually explain why they need to do these things, um, when to do these things. So I would really challenge you if you're coaching these age groups, really drive home these why. Why are we doing this? Okay, well, we're doing this because when we have our head up, 
we can see the whole field and we can see if there's space and time. And I'm really gonna kind of focus on this space and time thing. If as a player, you have space, so that means there's plenty of grass in front of you and there's no pressure, which is time. So there's not a lot of pressure on you. You have space and time. You should be dribbling into that space, attacking it. So many times I see players in these age groups kind of control the ball, but then they're not doing anything. The ball is dead. It's stopped. We want to keep this ball moving and we want to encourage them to drive into that space. But the only way they can know how to drive into that space is if they're comfortable moving the ball with their head up. So we want to just drive home that point of getting their head up so they can see time and space and from there they can make a decision with the dribble whether to beat somebody um, or to maybe make a pass or to strike a ball these are also some great age groups where now you can start dialing in some more specific soccer moves you can start to teach them little chops cut moves in particular getting them into a variety of 1v1 type of play again building on that confidence that they have with the soccer ball and these are opportunities in the 1v1s to teach them how to change direction. So that's another big thing as they start to hit 8, 9, and 10 is changing directions with the soccer ball. Now, as your kids start to get older, they're getting into these 11, 12, and up age groups. We're going to continue to build off those 1v1s. Um, and hopefully at this point, they're starting to understand the concept of time and space, that they're getting more confident, dribbling with their head up. And then we can start to talk a little bit more about areas of the field where we're going to dribble more or dribble less. Um, again, always keeping in mind, though, regardless of the area of the field is, do you have some time and space? So these players at these older age groups need to understand the part of the field. So if they're playing, particularly in the defensive third, well, they're not going to dribble as much. All right. It's, it's a bad area of the field to dribble. If they lose it, the other team's on attack. But we still want them to feel confident enough to control the ball, take a touch, maybe even two, and then try to get the ball off their foot and find a pass. As they progress to the middle part of the field, they're going to get a little bit more leeway to dribble. All right. They're farther away from the goal. But we want to talk about like particularly at the competitive levels when you're in the middle of the field, a lot of time you're dribbling because you're trying to find and create an angle for a pass. Maybe you're able to beat a defender in the middle of the field, which is now going to create situations where your number's up, which is very beneficial. Um, particularly out wide, we're going to see players. We want to encourage those players who are playing those outside midfield spots, those 7-11s, to feel comfortable dribbling at speed, taking players on. Now, as we advance to the offensive third of the field, that's when we can really encourage some players to start dribbling the soccer ball. We want to make sure that our forwards are, are really attacking with the dribble. So we want to make sure that we're teaching players to dribble at speed to be able to um, go from slow to fast, to be able to change directions quickly. At these age groups, we're introducing more and more advanced moves. Um, we're teaching kids also how to dribble with their back to the goal, how to shield the ball. Um, definitely, we wanna have introduced different turns with the ball as well. And then that's gonna continue to flow into those older, older age groups. Now, 
again, I like to always kind of with these podcasts, um, particularly since many of you are coaching recreational soccer is to, again, keep in mind kind of the level of your team, the level of the individuals, the athleticism of the individual players on the team, their soccer experiences, because in recreational soccer, it is all across the board, which makes it very, very difficult in a training session to um, give the players certain, um, how do I want to put it, certain uh, things to do. So as a recreational coach, you have it much harder than a competitive coach because your kids are all over the place. So you kind of kind of have to have like, okay, well, here's some ideas for kids who are maybe newer to the game. Here's some different ideas for the kids who are more advanced because you're, you're trying to meet a, a spectrum of players and kids. And, and that can be quite difficult where the competitive coach is usually a tryout team. They're all of likability level. So whatever they're training that day, they're training it to the same level. And in rec, you just don't have that. So kudos to you rec coaches who come with different ideas, can challenge kids in different ways because that that can be extremely hard. Um, So just to sum it up, we want to make sure players at all ages are getting opportunities to touch the ball. Um, At the youngest of age groups, they should primarily be touching the ball all the time. One player, one ball activities are fantastic. But again, just teaching them inside, outside of the foot, bottom of the foot, let them explore. We want to teach those players how to dribble in a tight space and in a bigger space and at different speeds. We want them exploring that ball as much as possible as they start to get older. We're going to now kind of up the ante a little bit. And we're going to really be asking players to dribble with their head up, um, changing directions. We start to introduce some different moves and turns. Um, a lot of 1v1 play at these ages. And again, explaining to kids why. Huge is that they understand time and space and why they should be dribbling into that, moving the ball forward, keeping their head up. And as they start to get into these 11, 12, and up age groups, we start diving more in with specific moves. We really want kids doing things at speed. We start talking more about parts of the field, why we dribble here, why we don't here, what type of dribbling we should see in different positions. And as they get older and older, like if it's these high school ages, you start to really dive into things like, well, dribbling just for possession sake to move the defense or dribbling for penetration because we're on the counter attack. How does that look? Um, those are more advanced concepts because the kids are older. So all in all, I hope you guys find this helpful. I hope uh, it gives you a little sense of like, oh yeah, I am focusing on a lot of the right things in my age groups. Um, Kudos to all of you who are getting out there and have the ability, particularly in recreational soccer, to challenge these kids in different ways. Uh, And thank you again for tuning in. This is Coach Tall Guy out.